0: Minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. And uh, here we are uh, on the final day of our On the Road segment for the month of September. We're on? Final day of our On the Road segment for the month of September uh, brought to you by our friends at Ezer Metzion. They've kept us very busy throughout the entire month of September. Uh, with a lot of live remotes and a whole bunch of uh, great mobile broadcasts from the road, and uh, today, fittingly enough, before we get to the brand new year, before we get to the day of judgment, we got an opportunity to support the incredible work of Miss Askim. We are at Miss Askim headquarters in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Miss Askim kicked off. Uh, about 40 hours ago, kicked off a um, $1.5 million campaign asking people around the world who are familiar with the work of Miss Oskim to be as generous as possible and, um, and get them to their goal, and asking people who may not be as familiar, there could be some people in our audience who are not as familiar, uh, to learn about Miss Oskim, to hear what we have to say about it, to listen to the guests that we're going to put on the air this morning, and then be as generous as possible and help Ms. Oskim get to its goal. They are continuing to provide support and services to over 8,000 Avellam and over 2,000 widows and orphans every single year, and that's just part of the work that they do. Uh, They need you to respond. They need you to um, be active and to be as generous as possible. There's a special website because the theme of the uh, campaign is uh, what would you do now when faced with any of the multiple or multitude of situations that Ms. Askam deals with? Uh, therefore, they've taken uh, some of the initials of, um, of that phrase, what would you do now, and they've turned it into a website, a website where you can donate and a website where you can keep track of just how many donations have already come in. WWYD, what would you do? Now, NOw.org dot org, dot org. That is the uh, website. You can donate by texting to 917-997-5600. Again, you can text the word donate to 917-997-5600. And on this Thursday, today, it's the third of the three days where they're trying to raise $1.5 million dollars in 60 hours. I say good morning to Miriam L. Wallach. Good morning. As we uh, have landed in Brooklyn, New York, this is the final <laughs> stop, <laughs> the final stop in a month long of broadcasts that have been on the road in some very interesting communities and in some wonderful neighborhoods. And now here we are in Brooklyn, which is the uh, epicenter of the, of the uh, Jewish world of the diaspora, which is um, the home of the Misaskim headquarters. And uh, even though Miss is based here in Brooklyn, New York, the work that they are doing on a national and international basis is what gets them um, all, the, uh, all the accolades, all the publicity, all the um, reaction from around the world. Today, we're asking everybody to be generous and help Miss get to its goal of one and a half million dollars. Right. www.ydnow.org. Um. Speak about a unique web address. Speak about mm-hmm. a, a unique formula in terms of how to give. It's certainly unique, and I hope that by the end of the show, it'll be rolling off of the tongues of all of our listeners. Again, you would visit www.dnow.org for What Would You Do Now.org. I don't know if you've noticed, but Miss Oskin has been sending out over the last couple of days different blurbs asking people what would they do in a specific situation, and most of those situations, the way they present them, uh, end up being um, too difficult for the average person to deal with. Right. So the answer is, what would you do? You'd call Miss Oskim. Right. And they'd figure out how to deal with it. They'd figure out how to deal with the widows and orphans, how to deal with major community events that have to be uh, uh, supervised. Uh, they'd figure out how to deal with uh, with um, relationships with uh government officials, medical examiners, those who are on the front lines of emergency situations here in New York and other cities around the world. Uh and they're the ones who do it. They're the ones who go ahead and make sure to um to leap into action on behalf of uh whoever it is that um that is in need. So we're asking everybody to keep the phones and keep the web bringing all day long. You can either text your donation to 917-997-5600. You can go to the website, whatwouldyoudonow.org, dot org, and give generously. And I think it's fitting that our final... Well, sorry about that. I was going to say, <laughs> we're not doing that again. That our yeah. final broadcast on the road this month, especially before we get to Sunday night's brand new year is mm-hmm. uh, is such an important stucca here at Miss Oskim headquarters.
1: No, for sure. And the truth of the matter is is that if somebody says to you in a crisis situation, what would you do? The answer is you'd be clueless. Right. So that's the bottom line. And that's why Miss Oskim exists. That's why it is in desperate need and is deserving of our support. But if you, you know, we're, we happen to be sitting in, I mean, for all intents and purposes, we're going to call this the command room. We happen to be sitting in the command room. There are, there is a wall to my right that is filled with pictures, okay, of crisis situations that if I was standing there, I'd literally just still be standing there, having no clue and no wherewithal what to do and how to take care of anything and who the right person is to call. And thank God I don't have to worry about that. Because what would I do? I would call Ms. Askim. And I think that that becomes the go-to for every single person out there. It is, it is, it is unclear to me as to whether or not when Ms. Askim started, they knew they were going to become a Zaka kind of crisis management situation. I have no idea. I have no idea if when they started, they knew that they were going to be taking care of thousands of orphans who were left um, parentless, in, in terrible situations as a result of some kind of crazy tragedy that Mazzoskiam had to come in to, you know, to help for um, and, and deal with whatever crisis it was at that moment. But they don't leave the widows and the orphans when the situation has been resolved. Because in their minds, the situation is not resolved. There are kids who need to be taken care of. There are widows who need to be taken care of. There is... There is a Yuntif coming up Sunday yep. night. Yep. And there are thousands of children without a parent and and they're in need of our support. And so you have to you have to support those who support others. You and I have discussed this before and this situation, this show does exactly that.
0: And Yanki Meyer is going to join us this hour. He, of course, leads the entire Misaskim crew, all the volunteers, all the staff. Right. And he'll give us an idea of just uh, how many things are being done this time of year, specifically for the widows and orphans. But also a reminder that there are thousands of Avalum that are dealt with on a regular basis by Misaskim in so many different communities around the area. And and, uh, and I don't want to say lastly, but another big piece to what they do, and we always see this every summer, uh, when someone has to intervene in, in a different state, West Virginia, mm. North Carolina, Colorado, uh, California, right. anywhere uh, around this country and has to intervene and handle things when the, when the ultimate tragedy has occurred, uh, they're there to leap into action and to put all their experience that they've had behind them uh, or the other experience they've had with them all those years um, to um, uh, to come up with a solution and a way to uh, maneuver through the situation. So that's why Ms. Askim asks, what would you do now? Because they know the answer. They know the answer that in the majority of these cases, uh, what people would do is actually call Ms. Askim and uh, ask for their help immediately.
1: Right. Well, you and I can also ask ourselves, or we could switch this up a little bit. What would you do if we weren't here? And I don't mean me and you. What would you do if you were in a crisis situation? Just fill in. Forget the, you know... What would you do then? What right. would you do in general? You know, I, I think that, you know, the big joke is Miss Oskium, we're much more than chairs. Right. Right? And and it's only, you know, tongue in cheek. But I, I I think that one of the goals of this program this morning is to is to educate our listeners into all that Miss Oskium does beyond chairs. And obviously what I'm referring to in terms of chairs are Shiva chairs. Right. Or Shiva accommodations. Um, and depending on your community and the and the resources in your community, if you're if you're in need of of anything to make a shiva home run, you're turning to Ms. Oskim because your community does not have that. But if you think for a second that that is where Ms. Oskim ends, then you better listen to the next three hours of the show.
0: You'll hear a lot of stories, a lot of episodes, a lot of testimonials as to why Ms. Oskim needs to be supported by all of us around the world. Again, you can donate by texting 917-997-5600. Text the word donate. You can also go to the website, whatwouldyoudonow.org, www.ydnow.org, www.ydnow.org. I'm also told that there is a link at Ms. for everybody to donate as well. So that's uh, easy enough. Ms. gives you an opportunity to donate and be part of this. Uh, today on the final day of their campaign which ends at midnight eastern time tonight we're at miss headquarters brooklyn new york you are listening to jm and the am this is an nacham siegel network A.m. We're live from Ms. headquarters on a Thursday morning as a Miss Oskim t- takes from now until midnight tonight to complete their 60-hour campaign. They are live. They are live like they've been the last couple of days asking the worldwide community to get them to the $1.5 million goal. We ask everybody out there to uh, give as generously as possible and keep Ms. going and provide support and services to thousands of Avalim, to thousands of uh, orphans and widows. Ms. Askham needs your help now to be there on the front lines in all these situations, whether they be exceptional situations, special things that come up, or the basic services that they're providing for so many needy families every single day. Go to the website, whatwouldyoudonow.org. It's w-w-y-d-n-o-w.org, w-w-y-d-n-o-w.org. You can also donate by texting the word donate to 917-997-5600, 917-997-5600, and keep Ms Askham going. They are such an important resource uh, for our community, and all your help is, of course, greatly appreciated. We're here at Miss headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, where many government officials, community leaders, and volunteers are going to be joining us between now and 9 o'clock Eastern time to express what Ms. Askham has done for them, for the community, and um and for so many people around the world. Miriam al Wallach, if you go to the website, you'll notice that they are over $320,000 so far, which is about 22% of the goal. Many times during these campaigns, mm-hmm. things really step up on the final day and the final hours. So I'm hoping that everyone comes through to get uh, the Misaskim organization where they need to be by the uh, end of the campaign tonight.
1: It's so classic, our people, to wait to the last minute. It's all right. Right. Let's just, you know, you're not going to get a better deal if you wait to the last minute to donate. There are no deals. We just need to support the organization. There's no fire sale. There's no buy two, get one free. No
0: discounts before Nothing. midnight.
1: Just give now. What are you waiting for? You know what's going to happen. <clears throat> the day goes by. You get involved in 9,000 other things. You forget to do this. Just do it now. Just do it now. I'm getting, I'm getting... I'm getting spicy over it.
0: but I think you're right.
1: I think I'm right also. I think you're but that's right. ninety nine percent of the time, I think I'm right.
0: No, but in this case, oh. I think you're actually right because because there are there is a tendency, right for people to push this off till later in the day. and then unfortunately, they leave their desk or they don't see the emails and the campaign ends without their participation. right. And that would be awful. So everybody out there, Ms. Askim has been there for many of us. Uh, mine is one family that has benefited tremendously from the work of Ms. Oskim over the years, especially in special situations that came up both 11 years ago and 8 years ago. And I could tell those stories, and I could discuss them with Yankee Meyer, how I saw and felt the help of Ms. Askim firsthand. Um, it's emergency situations like that. It's thousands of people sitting shiva who are provided everything they need. Right. It's trying to keep up with all these warehouses mm. and materials and um, and things that are needed um, uh, to to bring to a shiva house.
1: Let's just, let's talk about basics. What about gas? Right you got to gas the vans. If you literally do not have gas in the vans, then all of the equipment and all of the needs and all of the, the resources that we expect, forget just the shiva houses, but in crisis situations, they can't get anywhere. Is there a van
0: behind us? There I are a
1: bunch of vans. I know the
0: command center was here. There's, yeah. a, there's one van behind us over there. Yes. And uh, when,
1: when we were driving out of Brooklyn the other day after leaving here, after leaving the command center, we noticed that there was another warehouse over there.
0: Right. Uh, plus garages yeah. and everything that's needed in so many different areas—not just here in Brooklyn, but in other areas around the Jewish world—and um, it's the response that uh, the Mizaskim gives the community when it comes to those who are in need. Uh, they have a unique—I I, don't—I don't remember any organization mm-hmm. really dedicating events and contributions specifically for those who have uh, lost parents in their families, right. for those widows and widowers who are left, and for the children, uh, the orphans, uh, who, are, who are left without either a father or mother, or in some cases, obviously, both parents. Uh, I've never seen, I can't think in my life of, of observing the Jewish community, an organization that really dedicated and earmarked so much of its efforts specifically on behalf of, of uh, wh- who we call Yisomim and Almanos, um, orphans and widows. And again, this time of year, um, we're all ready to recommit, mm-hmm. recommit to ourselves, recommit to the One Above, recommit to our communities. Right. As the new year starts on Sunday night, what what more have we been told by our by our great leaders of generations past is more important than than providing for the widows and orphans? So here's a unique opportunity. To support Ms. Oskim, which is uh, one of the key, if not the key, organization when it comes to that.
1: But it's also, um, you know, it, it's it's almost more than that because Ms. Oskim has no obligation. Once that situation is over, once that crisis is over, once that shiva is over, they have no obligation to help the family. They have no obligation to check up on them like what made somebody wake up one day and say no we can't leave them alone we got to help these people and like you know that's how organizations obviously expand and develop etc but it's almost illogical but that's what they do because they're not they're not just helping you then and they're not abandoning you they're just they're taking care of much more than people would expect them to do i mean we're going to say this how many times you're going to say this how many times during this show Miss Oskim, they're much more than chairs.
0: And they demand that they themselves follow up with those families. Right. And they demand that they themselves keep track of all those who are in need. Text the word DONATE to 917-997-5600. Text the word DONATE to 917-997-5600. I want to check out what happens when you do that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to text the word donate. want to make
1: sure it's working? Well, I want to
0: text the word donate to that number and okay. see what goes on. Also, there's a website, dot org. What would You can also go to the Missaskim website at Misaskim.org and give generously. Remember, they're already at a significant number. They're over 300,000, but they want to get to 1.5 million by the end of today, by midnight Eastern time tonight. So we ask everybody to join the effort and join now at wwydnow.org and by hitting the word or texting the word donate to 917-997-5600 please do so as soon as possible you're listening to JM in the am we are at the Missoskim headquarters in brooklyn new york with 8 ton cats
2: A time
3: On a very,
0: very important Thursday morning. We're in our mobile studio at the Missaskam headquarters in Brooklyn, New York. If you could hand that to Miriam, thank you. Uh, And we are in the midst of um, what is a very important 60-hour Missaskam campaign. Now, I went ahead and did what I've asked uh, many other people in this audience to do already. I texted the word donate to 917-997-5600. I was curious to see what would happen. Um, and what happened was as follows: I, uh, I, I texted the word "donate." I got a message back that says, "How much do you want to donate to the Missaskim um, telethon?" I wrote back an amount, and it says, "Thanks. We're calling you now to complete your donation to Missaskim." And sure enough, the phone rang immediately. I did not pick up, so. Everyone in the Musaskum headquarters, relax. I will get to it. I did not pick up for obvious reasons, but that's what happens. And that's really convenient, very easy, and a perfect way uh, now, uh, whether it's early morning where you are whatever time it is, to take care of your donation to Musaskum. So that's one way to do it. Text the word DONATE to 917-997-5600. 5600 Also, there's a name to this campaign, whatwouldyudonow.org whatwouldyudonow.org with the theme... As Miriam and I discussed earlier, that when someone's in a situation and they don't know what to do, the answer, of course, is what would you do now? You'd call Ms. Him, and I'll tell a story about that in a moment. So they've set up a unique website uh, which reflects the What Would You Do Now campaign, WWYDNow.org. You can also access it by going to the Ms. website and about a million other places that you're going to find on social media, WhatsApp groups, and websites that are encouraging everybody to get us to the $1.5 million total by midnight tonight, Eastern Time. The founder and CEO of Missaskim is our good friend, Yanki Meyer, who is here, of course, in the Missaskim headquarters. A good yard to you, and thank you for having us here.
4: A good yard to everybody. good yard to you, Nachum. Know it's a pleasure having you here.
0: Now, normally, when Yanki Meyer and I uh, convene, uh, for any purpose, usually it's for some emergency that <laughs> has come across either someone else's desk or, uh, frankly, uh, you know, my family. Uh, not always. Not always, thank God. So th- sometimes, thank For God. years
4: we came into the studio to talk about safety for the community. That's correct. And many other things
0: <laughs> that, that we, what we brought to the uh, awareness of the community years ago. But the reason I say it like that, and obviously I'm exaggerating a drop, but the reason I say it like that is to set up this conversation... Because I will never forget, Miss Askim for the Siegel family, um, has always been there. But especially 11 years ago during a very, very sensitive episode. And again, eight years ago during a very sensitive episode. Miss Askim really came through for us, not just with Shiva chairs. You know, we, we've sat Shiva too many times and you've always been there. But it's not just that. It's not just that service and all the uh, different objects and materials that you need to sit Shiva. Uh, It is um, unique situations that come up that only Musaskin can handle. So what happened when 11 years ago, many of you are aware of the fact that uh, my father went missing. And what we did was we we presumed he was missing somewhere in the Jersey City area. What did we do? Uh, My brother and I started our own search, uh, which ended up at the Jersey City Police Department. On the way to the Jersey City Police Department, when we asked ourselves, what are we going to do? We said we are going to call Yankee Meyer and the people at Miss Oskim. And essentially you, along with some uh, safety officials, right, some public officials, Jersey City, New York, etc., cetera, uh, took the situation completely under your command. And your command center was the command center for that entire operation. And we know how things ended. Without Miss Oskim, uh, my father would not have been um, uh, brought to proper burial uh, and everything taken care of the way that it was. So this, this of course, was a very well-publicized story, but this is one of thousands of stories that Ms. Askim has been involved with. So everybody out there, if you think that this is something that happens every 11 years, like I say this was 11 years ago for our family, no, this is something that happens every single day. In addition to that, I don't know of an organization that has dedicated itself to following up with the widows and widowers and the children of those who have been in terrible tragedies. I don't know an organization that follows up the way Miss Oskim does. They take care of things immediately. Obviously, a lot of very sensitive situations, some of them really tragic and you know out-of-nowhere situations. Not just illness and long illnesses, but sometimes things that happen at a, in a moment. And you guys are there to take care of it. But the follow-up, making sure that thousands of Yosomim and Almanos, and this time of year... With the new year coming up Sunday night, we know uh, that, that if we have an obligation to be there for anybody, it's for the isom and almanos, the widows and the orphans. Uh, and the way you respond and the way you take care of them, every yontif and every cholamoid is amazing. All these reasons is why we ask everybody to respond. All these reasons why we ask everybody to give. All these reasons why we ask everyone to be donors at 917-997-5600 and w w y d now.org. You, Yankee Meyer, remind everybody that you're not just chairs. It's not just Shiva stuff that Misaskin is no, We'll that. go
4: back to the story of your father. Yeah. The whole story still always stays in my head. It was a very unique search that went on for a couple of days till we actually, till we actually found, found your father and the tragic outcome of it. But there's two things that always stuck out from that story to me. The first one was when that night, the first night, we walked into the Jersey City Police Department. And I still remember it vividly, the captain sitting behind his desk. And I asked him, where's there a place that we could stage? Because we have volunteers that are going to spread out to start searching, you know, block by block and neighborhood by neighborhood to see if they could find this car. And he asked me, how many volunteers do you think could be coming? 20, 30? I said, why don't you try it? five, 600? And his eyes popped, you know, the Mik Ha'amcha and he thought I was joking, so he said, you know what, we'll set you up in the... Uh, ShopRite
0: parking lot. <laughs> the Auto
4: Boys, or one of those right. small Pe- parking pep lots. Boys, pep Boys. Pep boys. parking BJ's, ShopRite.
0: ShopRite, all share one massive parking so lot. So he said,
4: you know what, we'll set you up over there. figured, you know, he figured, what are we talking about? <laughs> 20 minutes go by, and Hatsola's command center, and our command center, and Haverim, and Shamrim and they're coming, and they're coming, and they're setting up food and copy machines for flyers and everything, it brought out the best in Klai The whole achtest that everything was there. That was that was number one. And number two, I actually got that phone call from you that morning. We were in the medical examiner's office trying to get a baby released that passed away. Right. And it was a complicated case. And while we were talking to the medical examiner, she told us that she started working per diem in Newark. Right. And two days later... That one little sentence that she told us then made the world of a difference because your father landed up in Newark and she was the one who was instrumental in helping us getting him released yeah. in a timely fashion.
0: And, and, and not that this is <laughs> only about this story, but now that you've mentioned this, there are two things I've got to tell you because there's such praise for you and for the community, um, uh, these two little tidbits. The first is that the detective's name is Detective Guy. I'll never forget meeting him for the first time. And Detective Guy, at some point uh, during the evening, because I had gone back to New York and came back. And about 8, 9 o'clock at night, he said to me, all right, you know, I'm, I have to leave in about a half hour, whatever. My shift is over, you know, whatever. Then he saw how many people came from our community, and he felt like, oh, my God, I can't leave here. I'm going to look terrible that these hundreds of guys showed up to volunteer, and I, the detective in charge of the case in, in Jersey City. Gonna, and so he ended up staying all night. You may remember. It was,
4: it was even we had to reach out to the police department in Newark, one of the next sure. towns to Jersey City. Because if you see a car roaming the streets right. in downtown Newark, sometimes it's not Correct. the best. Correct. The cops looking are very for wary drugs of drugs and right. all of that stuff. We had to warn them that if you see Jews in the cars in the wee hours of the morning, they're Correct. not here to do anything illegal. They're just looking for Nachum's father. Correct. It was like we had to cover every aspect of it.
0: And the other thing was, and I told you this, then, and this was so meaningful to us, how ironic that my father, who fought for decades— with the Newark Medical Examiner's Office, for Jews not to have autopsies performed on them. And they end up, because of the situation you described, giving the final covet to my father. Because all you asked her to do was make sure nobody does a thing till you get there, and she made sure that, that would happen. She waited till we showed up. All right. Yep. So there you go. Anyway, uh, so yes, the Siegel family can attest to the work of Miss Oskim and this type of thing goes on every single day when there are large gatherings of jews even for good purposes not just funerals even for good purposes and wonderful events msaskum is there organizing it and making sure that the public officials and the safety officials know what's going on and working with the police forces no matter what city it's in when a tragedy strikes it doesn't have to be new york or new jersey uh, we, we made it easy for you. It was, pretty, it was pretty close by. But there are people that suffer terrible tragedies in North Carolina and Virginia and Colorado and California and Texas and everywhere else around the country. And again, the first place people call is Ms. Oskim because you have this ability, you and your staff and your volunteers, to be in touch with medical examiners in all 50 states, uh, to speak to the public officials and get what needs to be done done as soon as possible. And obviously, Shabbos and Yantif are always
4: but concerned. It's for that reason, Shabbos and Yantif, we couldn't leave our phones go empty because we never know when an emergency strikes. And we had to hire workers that get paid. We have Goyim that work for us. They're mostly retired police officers wow. that know the system. They know when, if an emergency happens, how to deal with it. But they're the ones who are answering the phones. They're the ones who have been going to places. Shabbos, when we have to travel to places. and And, and because of that... We have had airplanes that landed up with people because of storms that got stuck mm-hmm. Shabbos in the airports. We were the ones that had to send the going out to bring them food on Shabbos because these people had nothing to eat where they were stuck in the airport for the whole Shabbos, working with the officials not to kick these people out of the buildings that they had to stay there till after Shabbos. So much so, the famous story that we had with the LL flight that came in at 6.20 when Shabbos was at 7 o'clock. It was delayed and there were people on the flights there and there we had to get everybody involved with it that we shouldn't have a hill of Shabbos out of it. And, and you know, when you drive on the turnpike, a lot of times you see all the planes lined up waiting to land in Newark right. Airport. So much so, this one LL plane was pulled out of the line and he was circled in that he should be able to land first. <laughs> so just think extra baggage handlers, extra custom agents. The plane that Air Shabbos landed, I think it was at 610, it came in a few minutes earlier, by 640... Everybody was processed through customs, and the luggage was unloaded. That's how fast everybody worked. But look how many agencies had to work together, the police department, customs, the baggage handlers, the air traffic controllers. Thank God we had the time to do it because the plane was still up in the air. But these are all, you know, these are situations that it's only because of us dealing with them on a constant basis that we get to do this for Klai when we have to. The Musaskam phone never stops ringing.
0: Day and night, with all these multitudes of situations, all we ask now is that you make their pre-Retriosh Hashanah campaign a success. Let Yankee Meyer, his staff, and volunteers continue to do this amazing work. Get them to $1.5 million by midnight tonight. There's a unique website, www.ydnow.org, www.ydnow.org, whatwouldyoudonow.org www.ydnow.org. You can also text the word donate to 917 997 5600, 917 997 5600, and participate and help support their amazing work. We, a, a word from you, Yankee Meyer, about the widows and orphans. There, so are, there, are, um, there are people left uh, as widows and widowers, and as you saw them, as orphans because of tragedies, long illnesses, and other things. Um, you not only have made a commitment to follow up with you, with each of these families, but you actually plan special events. Another one's coming up, Cholamoy Tzukis, special events to make sure that these kids are not left out from what all the other kids in the Jewish world are doing during Cholamoy. That's really taking things to the next level.
4: So we all know we're all children of the bunch Shalom but yet the asylum still have a special status with the branch limit it right. says, David says da vi he's right. the father of all the orphans so in my career dealing with law enforcement and, and and having the connections that we have to try to help people so we have a very strong connection into the port authority police department and that's where it really started with the idea came up it's fascinating for, for the adults to see the airport it's even more fascinating for children and if we if we could get them into this airport, let's try it. You know, let, let's take the asylum of Chalemoyed Pesach. It was 11 years ago. Let's try to bring the kids here and let's see what happens. And the airport, they have a training facility where they actually burn a plane that's controlled by computers and how they train their firefighters to put it out wow. and how to rescue people. It's something that the public doesn't get to see. And we made the request and we were granted the request. And that Chalamoyed was the first that we did it and they came out 110%. They brought their own buses where they actually, there's a roadway that runs alongside the runway. And they put these kids in buses on that roadway. That when the planes were taken off, those buses shook from the vibrations. <laughs> That's how close they were. <laughs> and you had the kids, you know, they brought a they brought a plane that the kids could go on it. American Airlines brought a plane that the kids could go see the cockpit and everything else. And they brought the the steps that lead up to the plane. And everybody all the kids were waving like the president coming off the plane. They were in seventh heaven. This was stuff that they were able to come back into yeshiva and say. I was where nobody was, you know that's what we you know we tried to give them a homoid that they should feel special, unfortunately, it's a tragic situation, but we try to do something for them always out of this world, fast forward eleven years later, the first homoid we had two hundred of them last homoid Pesach, we went to great adventures, we were a thousand people unbelievable. We were a thousand people out there and 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 like some my father always used to tell me by these events. He used to tell me, Yankee, Yudavani Minche here, talk to the Reboi in Sholeim, because he's here now. He's here with his kids. Talk to him." He used to tell me this always to me about these events. Unbelievable. They're, they're such special events. And, 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 I, I, I want, and I want to add something that, that people out there need to know. Just let me
0: remind everybody, it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, dot com on the Nachum Single Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And and one thing people need to know, every one of these Holomoid events, even with all the cooperation you get and all the volunteers and some of the services donated, still a typical colomoid means Ms. Oskim has has to pay out a tremendous amount of money. Every one of these events costs a lot of money. And people need to know that, number one, this campaign helps with that effort and number two if they want to be a
4: sponsor a major sponsor an event like that you need those types of people to step forward they, they can get a bigger mitzvah than that the, the satisfaction that these kids walk out with. last year chalamoid sukkahs the day one day costed us costed the organization a hundred and six thousand dollars Hundred six thousand. hundred six thousand that's a pretty expensive chalamoid trip <laughs> but you know something we had 700 you saw him in almonis now break that up uh, every kid gets a gift card to go shopping in a toy store. The gifts that they take home, the nut and candy packages, the shows, the Simchas Beis We make a, 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 a suda for them in a sukkah. We build a huge monstrosity of a sukkah for one meal. It's a catered meal for the men. It's a catered meal for the ladies and the girls. It's a day that goes on from 10.30 in the morning till 8.30 at night. But it's not just Chalemoyed. Hanukkah, they right. all get money from the gedolim. Every one of them... And we gave it out into 15 states and four countries where it went to. Uh, it went way past here because every kid felt special. They wanted it. Uh, they had nine and a half dollars of to money from the Gedoilem in today's generation. The half a dollar came from the Alta Sklana Rebizitzal who just passed away. His thing was not to give out a dollar because he didn't want to do more than the Machtes <laughs> He said he always gave only half a dollar. So that's why I was nine. And then every kid got $50 to spend wherever he wants to. We used to give them a gift card, a gift card, credit card. But usually they're left with change on that. I got $3 left, $4 left. I'm not going to use it. We decided, you know what? No, we want them to use it till the last dollar. So instead we gave them the cash. Every kid gets $50 cash. We sent out 2,100 packages like that. 50 times 2,100. Do the math. It's $110,000 right there before before we even start. Uh, plus the nine and a half dollars, plus they each got a gift just to make the Hanukkah something special. And I'm going to tell you a story that's that, that with these packages over here. It was Hanukkah. Ha- it was the last night Hanukkah. I was having a Hanukkah party in my house. And this lady calls my wife. And She asks, are you Mrs. Meyer? She says, yeah. So th- she says that she's a teacher in a school. And she asked to tell my wife the following story. She says, you don't know me and I don't know you, but I felt I had to call you. This was on Tuesday night, Hanukkah. Sunday, she got a phone call from a student who was the Yosoymer, who the kid was crying on the phone how she hates Hanukkah. All the families have Hanukkah parties. They're getting Hanukkah gifts and toys. And ever since her father passed away, it's never been the same. And the kid was crying to the teacher on the phone. Unbeknown to anybody of us that this phone call even took place, she got the package the next day from us. Package showed up. The kid was so happy. The kid called back the teacher and told the teacher that when she got the package from Miss she felt like the Abish told her, don't worry, I'm looking after you. I didn't forget about you. And this teacher called to tell my wife this story. Yeah. We have no idea what we're doing out there for them. The hard life that they have, it's unbearable for them. And the least that we could do is try to make it a little easier, and we'd have. Every month if there's a program that's in place. Um, emergency funds. This year, we did a camp fund that ha- that had to happen. Uh, clothing and wherever we have to lay our hands when the request comes in. These are people you can't say no to. We have to try to do our best to help them. And we go out and we do whatever we could, anything to make their life a little easier. Now, the chairs that we deliver and all that stuff that we bring into them, it's 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 a uh, what it's doing is it's connecting us right away from the get go. And in these shiva houses, people say, Oh, you bring the chairs, you know, that's all it is. I could tell you shiva houses that by the time the week was over, we were into it for five, six thousand dollars already. You could have a family of seven, eight people who a young father passed away. He has six, seven, eight siblings and two parents. There's fourteen, fifteen people sitting shiva in a house. And where they're getting breakfast, lunch, supper. We take care of that for them. We bring it in for them. somebody got to pay for it. You know, there's only so much a caterer is going to give you when you keep knocking on the door. We send in grocery stores. We'll do the basic cleaning that has to happen in the house, <coughs> excuse me, that, that that we do to set up the house. We connect to them right from the get-go, and that's, that's where this has taken to us. That's where this has taken the organization to unbelievable heights. In the last year alone, this program costed Mishaskim well over a million dollars that we gave for our communities, Yosimum and Almonis. Unbelievable. And we need the help to cover it. We need the help to go forward. And without the public's help, we can't do it. This past year, we even launched a new pro- a new program. We, know we always test them and see how they go, if people will accept it, and then we take off with them. So this year what we did was we sent off uh, an invitation to the Almonis with the Yosimum, and it was personalized. And we wrote to them that instead of sending you a Mishloi like we would usually do, we want to send you to Purim Sudha for you to stay home in your own family and invite the guests to your, to your table. We were anticipating of sending out a 1,000 meals. Nachum, we sent out 3,600 meals. It was a massive, massive program that just took off. There was one al that said this is the first time in 21 years that she stayed home for Purim. And she was able to invite guests into the house. We gave her her dignity back. And it was an expensive program. The program cost us almost $200,000. The Lubavitcher community got their own shchita. The svardim, what's and kugel to the svardim? This is <laughs> not a m- type of thing that they usually eat. We went to a Svaradi caterer to cater to them to where everybody should get exactly what they need and how they need it. And it wasn't delivered a week before before Purim. It was delivered Tinus Esther in the afternoon, as fresh as it could come. We had a caterer in Williamsburg that did most of the cooking for us. You should have seen what went on out over here an hour before Laning. Boxes, trucks, volunteers picking it up, it all going out. but You know what? We're happy to do it. We're happy to be the shliach of Klal but we need you you to partner with us and help us out to cover it.
0: The basic services cost a tremendous amount of money, and every program you mentioned is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars if it's going to be done right. Uh, We need people to respond. We need everybody out there in the community to help Ms. Oskim get to the $1.5 million goal by midnight tonight. We need everybody in the community who can support Ms. Oskim and support one of these unique programs. Um, uh, which has a big bill attached, but a tremendous amount of chesed attached as well. We need you to step forward, Yankee.
4: Oh, there's there's one other program that has taken also within the chair delivery. Uh, whenever a tragedy strikes where a young father passes away, we can't do this everywhere, but this is where we do it. And Or, or, or a child passes away. We could have done the delivery Thursday afternoon because that's when the people sat down shiva. Two, three hours before Shabbos, and I'll give credit to my Lakewood volunteers, that's where the program was initiated from. Two, three hours before Shabbos, a group of volunteers, almost in all my neighborhoods, I won't tell you it's 100%, but it's better than 80%, 90% of the time, will come in Friday afternoon. They'll take everything out of the house as if nothing ever happened, put all the furniture back, sweep the house, wash the floors. Uh, there was an incident here that happened before Pesach. The person got up erev Pesach in the morning. It was a young person that passed away. My volunteers cashed the kitchen. They covered everything for Pesach. They they did everything that had to get done to bring Yontif into the house. Now Yontif, we're done with the shiva. Matzah Shabbos, when you have somebody who sits down Thursday night, everything comes right back in, as if nothing ever happened. With that, we were there, That you don't, you don't even know that we left the house. For the shabbos period we try to give the family back to sanity a lot of times people want to sit in their own house with their family around the tables we don't want them to see the shiver chairs and all of that we want them to have a, a normal shabbos as, as much as a normal shabbos that they could have they're not in a normal situation but these are all things that as we keep going and as we keep going we keep adding services we keep adding services look at those bottom two pictures in the wall Th- this was this was a house that was under construction and they wanted to sit shiver in the house. Twenty volunteers emptied the room at night from all the garbage that was stacked up as high as these guys are on the ladder, and look at the picture above it. We have all the chairs (laughs) draped. We had burrow rug open up the store for us, gave us pieces of carpet to put on the floor, the air conditioning vents. Everything was done. You didn't even know that an hour before that what was laying in that room.
0: The whole thing is unbelievable that you even think of some of those things, putting everything away for Shabbos. I, I know what it's like to have the Shiva material around on a Shabbos, and that is people don't realize how subtle yet how incredible a chesed that is. The Misaskim campaign continues. Everybody out there, you could text the word DONATE to 917-997-5600. 917-997-5600. You could also go to this unique website that was set up, Uh, a play on the uh, What Would You Do Now uh, campaign, www.ydnow.org, www.ydnow.org. And you can give generously. You can call that number, 917-997-5600. Also, msoscom.org has a link for you to go ahead and donate. Many other websites, WhatsApp groups, social media outlets have uh, plenty of opportunities. Uh, Many of you have gotten the emails from Yankee and others over the last 24 hours, to uh, give as generously as you can. So please respond to Miss Oskim. Know that all of your money is being used for incredible chesed purposes, including, in so many cases, helping thousands of widows and orphans. And this time of year, as we say, as we get, get into the brand new year, what could be more important than that? So please, let's, uh, let's respond and let's get to... Um, Let's get to the goal of $1.5 million. We'll check in with Yankee Meyer a little later on. Meanwhile, we continue here at JM and the AM. Again, 917-997-5600, 917-997-5600, or go to the website, www.widnow.org, www.widnow.org, or missaskim.org, and give as generously as possible. Our final stop, our month-long on the road, our final stop at the Missaskim headquarters, almost Erev Rosh Hashanah, Give as generously as possible and start the brand new year off in a major chesed way. You're listening to JM and the AM. J.M. and the AM, we're asking everybody to be generous today, very generous. It's almost Erev Rosh Hashanah. It's almost Yom HaDin. Uh, be as generous as possible uh, during the misaskim 60-hour campaign, which ends at midnight tonight. Mayor Weil is here. We know him as uh, one of the chief volunteers for the misaskim organization, and we've had the opportunity through all the Siegel emergencies over the years to get to know him really, really well. And he's, he's here this morning joining me and Yankee Meyer as we ask everyone to give generously to this campaign. Good morning, Mayor Weil.
5: Good morning, Nachum.
0: Yankee was pretty accurate in all the things he described uh, in terms of what you and all the volunteers do on a regular basis.
5: I have to disagree with that.
0: Why? He left some stuff out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Much more than what he said. Even more than Yankee listed before. Even more is done on a daily basis by the people at Missaskim. Um This was a busy summer. Right. This was a busy. I mean, it's always busy. It seems every day is busy, but there's you know once the Jewish community expands out there, goes on vacation, and you know finds itself in different areas of the United States and the world, things sometimes do get even more complicated, right?
5: Yes, and it was a very busy summer um, with unfortunate, really tragic stories
0: that many of which heard of people before. heard, people saw in the news, etc. And Miss Askim was a big part. Of the whole volunteer effort and obviously some of the stories end well others do not but in either case we need people to be able to go out and do what's necessary um, uh, to help and one of the things that um, we're always impressed by is that there is a special bond that is formed we mentioned Jersey City earlier a special bond that's formed between you guys and the and the public safety people police fire emergency services uh, and they have a they have a, a genuine appreciation for the fact that everybody wants to help. They may be Correct. skeptical somewhat at the beginning. Really, you think you guys are? But then they see the effort, and they they really get an
5: appreciation for the chesed that's done in the Jewish community. I would I would say that in most of the cases that we have to deal with the different agencies, at the end the kiddush Hashem that is made, because they're not used to it, and they don't believe that there are people that actually. We'll come out and do these things, and it's done in a bakovadika way to them. Um, You don't eliminate them from the process? We don't eliminate them. We work with them. Like Yankee always says, we're here to work with the law. Right. Uh, We work with them, and we understand that they have their rules. They understand that we have our tradition and you know, how to c- and how to control everybody, and it, it really works out well. We also have a desire, and I, not we, it's more you and the volunteers, not to give
0: up. We have a desire. If this is a situation that requires hard work and a lot of time and effort put in, you know, your guys won't sleep till it's done. Your guys will not, you know, finish the project till it's actually finished, and that's really important.
5: Correct. Like you mentioned before with the detective, And right. so this summer um, the Misaskam volunteers from Baltimore went down to Norfolk by, by Bauman. Terrible story, but what terrible a kid is showing right? Unbelievable, because they, in a normal case, mm-hmm. and they heard this from people there, after 24 hours, they would have walked away, and whenever right. and the body it. floats, it floats. But they saw the amount of people and, and that were coming by boat, by helicopter, by plane. They didn't leave. They, when Yankee was with us on the air earlier, uh, he listed a lot of reasons
0: why people should give why people should support, and I pointed out, that your daily operation is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, and every special case and every special simcha that you guys do, every big event is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. If I asked you why people today should support Askim, what would you say?
5: People should, su- su- should support Askim. It- there's more than what it costs us also. It's a certain uh, bond that the families have with Ms. Oskim right. afterwards, which cost Ms. Oskim. I'll give you, this is on a small scale. I'll give you a story that happened a few years ago with me. The hotline rang. There was a Russian Jew that lived in Flatbush, um, not from, but his son had committed suicide by sheep's at Bay in the water, and they were going to take him in and do an autopsy. Investigate, like, uh, investigate and normal, and... He he not not being from but remembered mm-hmm. um he didn't uh he, he didn't want an autopsy. He didn't know what to do. He did have contact with a from person who's the one that called us. I was in contact with them and he didn't know. He was a Tinic but he didn't know. And I s- went down to him, I spoke to him, we stopped the autopsy to find out afterwards that because he didn't know, he was going to cremate. He had no money. He right. was going to cremate. Um, we spoke to him. We talked him out of it. Now, he's not cremating. He has no money. That person has to get buried somewhere. And it costs money. And that costs money. <laughs> <laughs> even even that everyone works with us and gives us discounted, you're still talking of a couple of thousand dollars that it costs. Uh, a case that we can call mesmitz? A, mes- a mes- mes- m- m- real A real mes- mesmitz. And um, we do work together with Hebrew Free Burial. Great organization. Correct. And I want to give a yeah. shout-out to Rhonda. We, um, that's who I speak with most right. of the time. Um, but it still costs money. There's still money that has to get laid out for this. So we, fit, we did the burial and everything. Afterwards, he called me up and he says, I was very impressed. I remember in Russia my grandparents had mezuzahs on the door (laughs) can you buy me mezuzahs and hang them for me please wow now I'm not going to charge him for the mezuzahs and he had a a nice amount of mezuzahs that were needed and, you know, even though it's not a big amount, Just but all small the small amounts, example. they add up. They, they certainly do
0: add up. They add up. There's chesed being done out of this office every single day. Chesed is being done every single day round the clock. All we ask is that you join and be a partner with Miss Um You can go to the uh, website, www.ydenow.org. What would you do now? www.ydenow.org. You can go to Org. You can Click the word, or I should say text the word donate to 917-997-5600, 917-997-5600. Tens of thousands of people are listening to this plea right now, and we are asking everybody to get involved. We're asking everybody out there to be part of this and get to this $1.5 million goal uh, by tonight, by midnight Eastern time. Uh, Also, missaskum.org, you can go to the Missaskum website and uh, and do that as well. Are you? Do you have trouble finding volunteers? Do you find more and more people wanting to be involved in this
5: chesed? Every day, more and more want to be involved. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Every day we get more and more. I I, I want to just mention sure. a story. What will you do? What would you do? Right. Um. A few years ago, we took. You know the answer to the question is I'd call ask but right. go ahead. <laughs> but we we no and and you had mentioned before. Uh, you know, the people go home after a shiva. the right. families, friends, neighbors, everyone goes back to their regular life. A few years ago, y- um, we went on a masaskam trip on the circle line around. Right. That's a good one. Right. I'm sure the kids enjoyed the that. Ki- the kid very much enjoyed it. On the boat, um, Yankee, I don't remember if he was bar mitzvah or not, a boy came over and asked for a sitter. Okay. What do you need a sitter for? He said, it's... I have to a Shana It's almost a Shana I didn't have a. Fa- I don't have a father to take me to Tashlach. Oh, I'm on the boat now. I, I want to say Tashlich. Top. What would you do?
0: All right, I get it. I'm telling you, everybody, from small to very large, there's a lot of chassidim being done on a regular basis out of the Askam office. You could be a partner by uh, simply texting the word "donate" to nine one seven nine nine seven fifty six hundred, or by going to the website misaschim.org, or ww.ydnow.org. What would you do now? dot Also, there are multiple uh, websites, social media outlets, WhatsApp groups that are encouraging people all day long. That are encouraging people all day long to uh, be part of this effort, and I hope that everybody takes advantage. Rabbi Goldwasser is going to join us in a second. Rabbi David Goldwasser is going to actually do morning chizuk for us. Uh, live, dedicated to our friends at Miss Oskim. But first, we're going to take a minute or two to speak to him about this unique and incredible organization. Rabbi Goldwasser, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM.
6: It's a great pleasure to be together with you and such illustrious guests that you have this morning.
0: Appreciate that very much. Uh, Rabbi Goldwasser, before we turn to you for your words of Chizuk, you know that in addition to all the different things Ms. Askim does, and there's so many wonderful services that they provide, and they're there in emergencies uh, for everybody in the community all around the country, uh, you know that they have special services to support thousands of Avelim, thousands of Yosomim, and unfortunately Almanus as well, widows, widowers, and orphans. And this time of year, as we're about to get to Rosh Hashanah, what are we reminded by our prophets uh, uh, about more than anything else, and that is to always take care of the widows and orphans. Uh, don't you agree that they are on the front lines and need to be supported, if only for just that effort that they're making on behalf of this very special group of people in our community?
6: I tell you, truthfully, out of all of the things that we're does and they do so much, I will never forget when they did the Cholomoy programs, And they did it one time at Kennedy Airport, one time in Borough Park at a huge hall. They provided the kids with everything you could ever imagine, with food, with treats, with great uh, singers that came down and performers and acrobats and marching bands. They did it for the mothers and the fathers that were there. They invited different rabbis and other outstanding people to come and dance. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget dancing in the center with Rabbi Yanki Meyer, with Rabbi Jack Meyer, and all of the people there. The next day, I was walking in Borough Park past that building. There was a mother and her young boy standing outside. With I'll never forget it. The lady recognized me because I danced with her son the day before, <laughs> and her son... The kid said to her mother, I must go back. I must go back to that place. She said, but there's nothing here today. It's the next six from It was only yesterday. He said, no, I have to go back. I have to. She couldn't do anything about it. He would not hear of not going back. So she took him to the building. And they stood outside the building. And the boy was happy. Can we imagine... What Ms. Askin does for the life of a child, a life of a mother, to get flowers before Shul sure said nobody forgot her, to know that they're going to get Hanukkah when they don't have a father, it's difficult for us to understand a package of money, blessed by great people, great rabbis in Israel, the rabbi Yankin, he's not good enough just to do it, like, you know, by phone. He goes there with the money, with the cash, and they bless it. And then he gives it out to the kids. I don't know of any organization that does that. There are a lot of unbelievable organizations in the world. There are enough of them. I've got to tell you one thing personally, between just me and you, this morning... It's a little bit too emotional for me, because I remember when I got the call from you that your sainted father, Haravsev Zev Segel, Siegel, went missing. You asked me one thing that I never did any time, and not since then, come and host the program. There was a bris in our shoal, and they asked me to be the Deck and I said, I'm sorry, i got to go to... This is an emergency. i got to go for Rev. Nothing Siegel. They made the brisk extra early. Then, how am I getting to the program on time? They got me a police escort from Brooklyn straight to you. and We made it there in, I don't know, half hour. Who was the one that got the police escort for Goldwasser? It was Rabbi Jack Meyer. He had the car go and they got permission in Jersey and they went straight to the studio. I went there, and I know you're supposed to be calm and composed like you are, like the master is every day. Well, I have to apologize to you, because I wasn't calm and I wasn't composed, and I know I tried throughout the program When I came out, I needed a little bit of solace. I needed some comfort. So, I went. They told me there's a mobile van set up, mobile center set up. So, I figured, okay, I'll go on the mobile center. They know anything about the great Rabbi Zeb Siegel, who I admired, like I followed. And I go in the van, and there I see the Musascom people all there the entire night, the entire day. So when we have a program like this, and your worldwide program, who reaches out on every single continent, has Rabbi Yankee Meyer and all of his people, then I say to myself, it's hard to keep it together, I'm sorry but it just gets to my heart. And I have to tell you, honestly, that thing in Pittsburgh that JM and AM went, the morning program went, and they traveled there and was such a source of comfort for the whole city and the whole world while everybody was thinking about those Kadoshans that, that were martyred. i never forget that. The first picture. That I got that was, was a picture of Rabbi Meyer Wild, While and his group at must ask consent mm-hmm. that went to deal with the tragedy, with the aftermath, with the very meticulous treatment of the scene. Be there for people. I said to Rabbi Meyer, I got him on the phone, I said, They're donkey. what what when they coming back? He said they're not. I said, what do you mean, they're moving there? He said, until everything is taken care of in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, they will not come back. The acting volunteers are there. Even if they don't have a change of clothes, even if they don't have anything and they're staying in a little hotel or some people put them up, they're not returning. So when I hear about Ms. Oskin coming down and together with you, I say that this is something that is just unreal.
0: Rabbi Goldwasser, uh, I can't thank you enough. You've uh, you've you've helped us remember some of again the small but significant chassidim uh, that the Misaskam organization does. Uh, I have to remind everybody, especially after listening to your words, I must remind everybody that uh, they can donate right now at Misaskim.org by the special website of wwwydnow.org. That's What Would You Do Now.org. Ww. YDNOW.org. Also, they can click, they can text donate to 917 997 5600. 917 997 5600. And by Goldwasser, as I thank you for all the Chizuk today and all year round. I wish you a siva Chsimatova. We should continue, after all these decades of this privilege of working together, we should continue to do so for yet another year, please God.
6: On May, on of soil From strength to strength. Continue to lead, call yourself. Continue to provide everybody of an example of what a Jew who lives, Al Kibbutz Hashem, to sanctify God's name, is all about.
0: Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser and I, And we really appreciate your words. And Yankee Meyer and Mayor Weil are sitting here and they are felling seeing and hearing what you have to say to the community about their Misaskim organization. 917. 917- Nine nine seven fifty six hundred nine one seven nine nine seven fifty six hundred 5600 now dot org. What would you do now dot It's L O L. time for chauffeur blowing at JM and the AM. Levine, as of this coming Sunday, Erev Rosh Hashanah, Mark Weiss will have been a, a listener of mine for 36 years. My anniversary on the air is this coming Sunday, 36th year, and I'm, you have been a, I'm proud to say, you've been a great member of our listening audience for 36 years, but we've also had other things, Mr. Mark Weiss, that we've been involved with. You've been. Uh, one of the backbones of the Staten Island Jewish community. You have been one of the, I'm sure, one of the founding members of Atsala in Staten Island, that I'm sure, without even asking you, and obviously you've been involved with Yonke and Ms. Askim and all the efforts over the last 15-plus years. First of all, good morning to you good and morning. a good year to you.
7: Good year, and uh, really an honor, besides a pleasure, an honor to be here, to be on your show, and to be here at, uh, at Ms. Askim's headquarters to, uh, to try to help raise money... For this most amazing organization. And I
0: want to remind everybody as we continue in the campaign, this campaign is now getting into the home stretch. This campaign is now getting into the home stretch. And I want everybody to make sure to give as soon as possible because you'll see what's going to happen. Miriam said it earlier. The day's going to go by, you're going to forget to give. So just give now. Go and text the word donate to 917 997 5600. Go to the website, whatwouldyoudonow.org, w-w-y-d-now.org. You go to org, and give as generously as possible. Now, if you check out the um, NSN app, we have a uh, a very poignant comment that's on the app that gives everybody a perspective about what's happening. And that comment is, just a second, here it is, that comment is, Shana Tova from Israel, Yankee was very persuasive, I must respond to his email. Now, the reason I'm laughing is because you've said that a lot of emails over the last day or so, uh, reminding people about different specific situations that Ms. Askim asked, what would you do now? And the answer, of course, is you would call Ms. Askim. So answer any of Yanki's emails, choose either, whatever you got in your, in your inbox, whichever one you want to respond to, go ahead and respond to it. Uh, because the money is going to go straight to Ms. Askim and you will be a donor, a partner in Ms. Askim's work. Uh, listener Jacob says, what's the text number again? And the text number is very simple. You text the word donate to 917-997-5600. 917-997-5600. You know, Mark Weiss, it's funny. Off the air a moment ago, you said something that struck me. Uh, we had drifted from major stories that Yankee and I were discussing earlier in the show to some of the little details that Ms. Oskim takes care of. And you just told me that a year ago at the, uh, at the funeral of Robertson Feinstein, um, you remember Ms. Oskim volunteers being there, literally handing out thousands of bottles of water just for the hydration and comfort of the people who were there at a very, very large funeral. It's a good example of some of the small things that they do.
7: It was, um, it's really not a small thing because Ms. Oskim really thinks of everything before they have to be thought of. Um, it was one of the hottest days of the summer, and uh, being very close. And thousands to, of people were there. And thou- right. being very close to uh, Ruvain and Oliver Shalom is um and listening to what was going on. I was I actually had just gotten to the mountains when I got the phone call that she was Nifter, and uh, I called the Miss Oskim office, and I says, we have to mobilize because this is going to be a very huge funeral right. with... Uh, older with a lot of older people right. and we have to get the, uh, the, the uh, Misaskim Merv there with all our equipment to make sure that there's that there is order and to make sure that everyone is taken care of with pushing and unfortunately what goes on yeah. at it's... these very large funerals. and I'm proud to say between, uh, between all the police presence and the fire department presence in Misaskim and Hatsala, it was uh, it really went off flawless. It was um, really a tragic, tragic situation. And
0: but dealt with as best as dealt possible. With as one day, one episode, this is going on. This is repeated for funerals, for, thank God, good occasions, uh, when crowd control is necessary, when large crowds gather. Uh, as We've already talked about Holomoid and the different things that are going on. But all these types of things are going on on a regular basis. You're just telling us about one specific episode that took place.
7: That is, that is what Miss stands for. Same thing like Hatzala. Everybody drops everything. They put their businesses on the side. They put their families on the side. There was just, we, uh, we as coordinators have different chat groups between, between the different areas and the members. And uh, one, of the, uh, one of the posts that I remember seeing during the summer was an urgent post. Is anyone near Kimball Hospital urgent? So I'm looking, you know, that's Lakewood. I'm not in Lakewood. you see it's Neshama is going on right now, and they need a minion to say Vidoi and Kaddish. Wow. Who thinks of those things? It is just... And they it, probably had it like that. And they had it. People came running from all ends to do it with, with pleasure, with honor. It's just... Yankee, I know as I sat down here and put on these headphones, he takes them off. He says, This is not about Yankee Meyer. <laughs> Driving over from Staten Island and sitting in the 45 minutes of traffic and listening to Yankee's interview and talking about the organization, which I was going to say some of the things that were discussed already. So I'm going to do it the other way. I'm going to talk about Yankee Meyer. Um, I'm proud to say that we're close friends since 1986 since the beginning of my Hatsela career and everybody has a hero, everybody has a confidant that they look up to in life, or a couple of them. And I'm proud to say one of them, one of the most is Yankee Meyer. The things that Yankee could do, the connections that Yankee has, you know, every coordinator, every person that runs an organization needs a very strong backbone and a very and information at the drop of a hat, and I know, I am confident that any situation that I run into, whether it be a death, whether it be an accident, whether it be a suicide, whether it be a murder, I know one phone call to Yankee, and he picks up on the first call, whether it's night, day, Shabbos, Yontif, whatever it is, I could get him, and I get the answers that I need the correct way to handle a situation. And I
0: want to add something, by the way. You know that um, you're in Staten Island. Go ahead. And there have been some unusual situations that have come across your desk you're, on Staten Island. You're telling me. <laughs> and, and, and I'm talking about really unfortunate, unusual situations, sometimes involving members of our community who we didn't even realize were members of our community and have to be dealt with in a proper fashion. Right. And of course, what would you do now, Mark Weiss? The, right. an- the answer We'd is call, call Yankee. And I know that the rabbis on hard. Staten Island would call Yankee, and that's just one neighborhood. There uh, are many I, other neighborhoods I that would g-
4: I want to interrupt one second, Achim, if I could. Sure. Let's go to Staten Island, and it's not the rabbis calling Misoskin. We're going to play it a little bit the other way. Uh, there was a. a famous case that we had where unfortunately a police officer committed suicide right. and lately there's been gonna there's there's been quite a few cases like that unfortunately in the police department but this goes when it wasn't so common years back and it was on a wednesday night i was driving from to solomon back to lakewood i was coming back when we got the phone call and we do what with the officer was of of the jewish faith right and the police department reached out to us because they know we clean up the scenes and they wanted us to do the right thing but one second, I needed a rabbi to go to the house till I get there to help the family. And who's the rabbi in Staten Island that we reached out to? Rabbi Nate Siegel. Mm-hmm. And there we were at 2 o'clock in the morning. And that was the big connection with your brother always out there that he always said, you know, being out in Staten Island. But then again, what we did for the family who wasn't religious till today, it, it left them a, a, the most impressive mark that, you know, soul could leave on them that here, Orthodox Jews, what we did, we, come, we came to help them. And the rabbi from Staten Island, we called the rabbi in Staten Island. The rabbi in Staten Island didn't call us.
0: 100%. There's no question that you uh, cooperate with all rabbinic leaders, all Jewish leaders, all community leaders, in order to make sure that whatever the situation is, it's taken care of. Listen, you've heard what Mark Weiss has to say. You continue to hear what Yanki Meyer uh, is saying, and we'll hear from other guests. Everybody out there, this is an opportunity for all of us to partner with Miss to keep them going. One thing I guarantee you, God forbid, God forbid, they don't reach their goal, they're going to continue. That I promise you. Yankee Meyer is not closing this organization or ending any of these efforts. But we are asking everybody to get them to the goal of $1.5 so that they can continue. They can continue with as much ease as possible with all these emergency services and all of these responses to the community. 917-997-5600. Text the word DONATE to that number, 917-997-5600, or the website, www.ydnow.org, www.ydnow.org, or, of course, msoscom.org. Final word, Mark.
7: I just want to end with one uh, small story. Uh, we were here about two or three weeks ago in the office with all the volunteers discussing this campaign, and Yankee is just rattling off these different new ideas, which, you know, people have ideas and they never happen all his ideas do happen, and he brought up one thing that there was a family. I think right before or after Pesach, that uh, I believe the father was very sick for a bunch of months, and the family was falling apart. And they came home from uh, they came home from the funeral, and they haven't been they weren't home uh, for a number of weeks. They all lived in the hospital, and they came in to shut off notices of of Con Edison of Brooklyn Union Gas. And immediately, oh, and the uh, the oval as he came in from the cemetery, bearing bur- the, uh, the wife or the husband—I don't remember exactly—he saw this, and he called. Who did he call first? He called Miss Askim. He called Yankee, and Yankee immediately from his own pocket didn't worry where the money was coming from took care of this Con Edison bill. I believe it was $19,000, he said. And then he said, you know what? If this bill is a closed notice, I am sure Brooklyn Union is a closed notice and everything. And he went and he called every single organization and took (laughs) care of it that minute. Could you imagine a large family sitting shiver with the electric being shut off, the gas being shut off? That's why I am so proud and everyone can be all... All the volunteers are so proud to be part of this amazing organization.
0: It is uh, unique things like that that make Miss Askham very different and uh, very amazing. And everybody out there, you get to support all these efforts by texting the word donate to 917-997-5600 or by visiting www.widnow.org or missaskim.org Let's get the Miss Askham organization to its goal. Hour number two complete. Uh, we'll go to this selection um, uh, from Eitan Katz and be back with more from Miss Oskim headquarters in Brooklyn, New York. This is JM in the AM. Mm-hmm. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and on the Siegel Network, and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. A couple of words about the today, and then we will get back to our Mishaskim campaign. Uh, first of all, coming up at the 9 a.m., Unlocking Greatness with uh, Charlie Harari, Charlie with a pre-Rosh Hashanah show coming up starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, Spin Class in the World of Politics with Michael Fragan at 9.30, Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs coming up at 10 a.m., and Mary Mel Wallach with That's Life at 10.30, Shifra Klein, the uh, editor of Flasius Magazine, uh, celebrating issue number 11 of the magazine, uh, which was just released. Uh, She will be the guest starting at 10.30 this morning. Our live lunch will take place back in our studio in New York City starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time until 1 o'clock. And then, of course, the rest of the schedule, including the Arab Shabbat show tonight, hosted by Mark Zamek, sponsored by the wonderful people at Kedem. I do remind you that if you are traveling to Israel for Yontif, make sure you have the best and most reliable SIM cards, phones, and MiFi cards. Visit groupsim.com and order everything you need from one convenient and reliable website. Use promo code Nahum at checkout and save 15% off your order. SIM cards, phones, and MiFi cards for Israel at groupsim.com. Dot com. The Masoskim 60-hour campaign ends tonight at midnight Eastern Time. We are live from the Masoskim headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, as we speak with uh, volunteers, community leaders, rabbinic leaders, and others about the incredible Masoskim organization. I made it clear earlier that the Siegel family, of which I am a member, can speak for hours about Oskim, specifically about the episodes that happened 11 and 8 years ago to our family, where Masoskim stepped up and helped us from uh, beginning to end. We ask everybody to continue providing support for this organization for all their services, for the 8,000 Aveilin that they service on a yearly basis, for the 2,000 Yisumim and Almanas that they deal with on a regular basis, including those amazing kolomoids that they provide for the families. Ms. Askin needs your help and needs your help now. Rosh Hashanah's Sunday night, Yom Haddin. We know from our tradition that there's nothing more important than taking care of our Yosemim and Almonos. We know that there's nothing more important than to increase chesed as much as possible. Let us all commit now to in- helping Mishaskim increase all that chesed in the new year by texting the word DONATE to 917 917 997 Use the websites. WhatWouldYouDoNow.org, WWYDNow.org, noworg or, of course, missaskim.org. Rabbi Yosef Mayer Gelman is the head of school at Misara Space Yaakov. He is here at the uh, MissOskim headquarters in Brooklyn, New York. Rabbi Gelman, thank you so much for being here today. I know that you and your family uh, just recently got up from Shiva, so our condolences, of course. Uh, but it is an opportunity, I would suspect, to, uh, to tell the world in this case uh, how you um, uh, how you found and how you uh, uh, were the recipient of help from the Missaskim organization.
8: Thank you, Nochem. Thank you, Yankee and, and and everyone who's here. Uh, we just got up from Shiva this Sunday. Our son was in Yisrael, Zechein Elvruchah, was in the hospital for five weeks after a very tragic accident. And I just want to relate to you. Late yesterday, before Mencha, we went to our children's home, and our daughter, law Chani, told us the following. When she came back from the Levaya, there was a Musaskem truck parked in front of the house, a man standing on the lawn, very calmly, and said, we're here from Misaskam to help you. Tell us what you want us to do. It's your house, you tell us what you want us to do. Where do the men sit, where do the women sit? And they proceeded to take pictures of where every item of furniture was. And they moved a lot of furniture because we were, unfortunately, uh, a big, I mean, we were a big family, and we needed room. They took all the furniture out and put it into the garage and positioned everything. I just told Yankee when we came in here that one of the chairs of the veilum chair was against the brake front, and a few minutes later... While I was sitting down, a Miss volunteer came back with a piece of foam like a pipe cover and taped it on that it shouldn't scratch the back of the brake front. As it got busy in the house, we realized it was quite warm, even though they put in an air conditioner, they came back to put in a, an additional air conditioner. Everything was there at one place, everything was there at one time. The the. the at about 11.15 at night, the first night, I saw the lights flickering in the next room. And I see two Musascom volunteers are gently encouraging people to, to be Menachem Avul and to leave because we have to be up early in the morning for shacharis. And this proceeded every night of Shiva, every night of Shiva. Um, the, 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 the most remarkable thing was Erev Shabbos at about 3.30, a truck came up and a team of volunteers, including older people, young people, and they took all the Masaskim furniture out of the house and put it into the trucks, went to the garage, and took everything back. I I wish there would have been a professional video crew there to, to watch what happened. Matzah Shabbos, at 90 minutes after Shkia, they came back, and they put everything back again. The next morning, when we got up from Shiva, the whole thing was repeated again, and they took everything out of it and brought everything out. Not only that, but they even knew where the pillows went on the couch and, and how to do it with such sensitivity, with such erlichkeit. Uh, this was the first experience that, that I saw firsthand what, what Ms. Askam does, but I know over the years, if there was a Tzor Claudia Klaal Yankee, as they call him, Jack, sometimes wears his different jackets. Sometimes it'll say Port Authority Police. Sometimes it'll say MTA. Sometimes, wherever he needs to be, he is and his team is and mayor and, and I really, I don't know all the names of all the people. Uh, I, 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 our, our eyes are still full of tears, and, 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 and I felt it wasn't easy to come here early this morning that it's the least I can do and my family encouraged me to do so. A karasatov our We will, Mr. Shem, give a contribution and I encourage people who hear of this to do so. The day after I got up from Shiva I went to Bim a family from our school, a family with very little connections, very few connections, a very small family, not many relatives. I came to the house, and sure enough, the house was completely set up by Ms. Askim. So, tova lechem bracha, I hope that, Bezos Hashem, as we come to the to Yom HaDin, that we take all the chusim that we can. Thank you.
0: I thank you, Rabbi Gelman. And of course, our condolences to your family. I encourage everybody... Rabbi Gelman just described one of the most sensitive responses that anybody could have to a family that's sitting shiva. I know that legitimately the Masaskin volunteers could have left that furniture there over Shabbos, especially if the Gelman Mishpacha was getting up Sunday morning. But I also know, as somebody who has sat shiva a few times, what it's like to have that furniture around stored in a corner on Shabbos. And it's not the most pleasant reminder. So with all that sensitivity that Misaskim puts into just the Shiva experience, imagine how they handle all the different tragedies and situations and episodes that occur throughout the entire world that they get involved with. I ask everybody, take Rabbi Gelman's word seriously, and remember what he just reminded us, that the brand new year starts on Sunday night, and let's make sure Ms. Askim has what is necessary to increase the chesed and, and deal with even more sensitive situations in the new year. 917-997-5600, 917-997-5600, text the word donate again nine one seven nine nine seven fifty six hundred or use their unique website which reflects the phrase what would you do now dot org because we know the answer is we would call Miss Oskim www.ydnow.org, now dot org now dot org or of course the Missoscom dot org website Yankee.
4: You know there's another thing that Robert Gelman and myself over the years we had the, that connection of dealing with the Yom Tvila, the annual Yom uh, Tvila that we do with the kids. And which it's this year is the up, day after It's coming up this, this, this coming Thursday, and that all was right. another project that started out in a little shul in Munkach and the streets. The kids stood in the street the first year, and this year we're going to be holding way over 50,000 children that are plugged into this thing from all over the place. And and Robert Gelman, you know, with, with, with everything that went on to try to navigate it with all the schools in flappers. He's always stood by our side trying to help us do this. But the reason that we did this always was this was a time of year where Kali Yisrael could ask for a git yor from the Ebeshter. And there's nothing more better than the koyuch of the Tenoch HaShel and what goes on into this event, this is just another one of the small events that while this whole campaign is going on, we had to reach out to some 400 schools. And right. the beginning of the school year, it's not easy to get a hold of a principal or an administrator right. to try to help you do this. But... I want to say a personal thank you for over the years to Rabbi Gelman that he stood by our side to help us navigate this, to help us put this together. And and it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. You know, all the different walks of life. But, you know, we. I'm uh, glad
0: you just said that, because I will add to both you and Rabbi Gelman a, a, a dose of appreciation for those of us whose kids were in school all those years in Manhattan and other places around the tri-state area, all of whom were included somehow, whether it was by buses coming in from those areas or by video feed where you insisted that they take part, you know, in that manner. Uh, Ms. Askim, and we've, said so, we've told so many stories this morning already uh, that reflect this, they welcome every member of our community, No matter their background, no matter if you find out that they're Jewish after they've passed away, every member of the community is welcome to be part of this incredible Chesed organization. They will be there for all of us, no matter what our background, no matter what our level of Yiddishkeit, anything. And uh, and for that alone, for that alone, it's worthwhile supporting them. They're so inclusive and, and, and make sure to reach out to everybody. I ask you, I ask everybody listening right now, and there's tens of thousands of people tuned in around the world at this moment. I ask all of you, and those of you listening later in the day through the archives, you still have time to participate. Text the word DONATE to 917-997-5600 or go to the website, dot wwwydnow.org or missaskim.org, and become a partner. We're over $320,000 already as you, if you're listening to this live. And not on the archive. The more impressive number in front of me right now is that there are almost 3,200 people, 3,200 people that have already donated. And you know how it works in our community. There'll be more and more as the home stretch continues uh, between now and midnight Eastern Time. So almost 3,200 people, uh, over $322,000. And we ask everybody to increase that as much as possible. My thanks again, Tarbi Gilman, and we wish everybody. A ksivach uh, a good year, and uh, a, a the best only for you and your family. Thank you so much. You. Rabbi Gelman, Rabbi Yosef, Yosef Meir Gelman, who is the head of school at Masarah Space Yaakov. Um, we will continue with more here at uh, JM and the AM and remind everybody to please text your, w- the word donate to 917 997 5600 and please. Go to the website of missaskim.org or www.ydnow.org, and we thank you. The words of Shmak Holenu as sung by the Choir of Shalsheles Jr. at JM in the AM. am. It's a Misaskim day for us, a day dedicated to uh, making sure the Misaskim organization can continue its amazing work. A lot of people in this audience are familiar with Misaskim. Uh, time for you to give now. Those of you not familiar, if you're just tuning in, uh, there are many people who are going to be joining me over the next hour who uh, are going to explain why Misaskim is such an important organization for our worldwide community. And we encourage everybody to give as generously as possible. You have till midnight tonight, but give now. Text the word donate to 917-997-5600. 917-997-5600. Go to the website, missaskim.org or wwdnow.org. We are on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. And if you're watching on Facebook, you see that sitting next to me is uh, one of our great New York City Councilmen, uh, Councilman uh, Chaim Deich from the 48th. City Council District is here to help us pay tribute to Ms. Oscombe this morning. A good yard to you, and welcome to JM in the AM. It's great being here. Thank uh, you. I don't know about this early, but it's great being here. <laughs> <laughs> Rough radio hours, uh, yeah. Councilman. What can I tell you? But I appreciate you making the effort and actually being here. Um well the new year's about to start and it's an opportunity for all of us to uh, uh reassert our love and commitment to the Misaskim organization. Why would you say is it important for our community to keep supporting Misaskim? So, Sanachan that's a very difficult question cuz I don't even know where to begin.
9: That's true. Uh, when there's so many good things an organization does it's very difficult, you know, what what you know where to start and what to talk about them. But let me just begin. Uh, things that we have been doing in City Hall uh, in regards to Misaskam, and Misaskam has always been in the forefront when it comes to expediting burials and not only the Jewish community, but even the Muslim community. So in 2017, <coughs> the city rolled out a program that's called um, uh, uh, eVital. Uh, currently they have a program that's co- that what there was back um, before t- prior to 2017, it was, called, it was called Evers. It's an online portal that if a doctor needs to obtain a death certificate, they could go online on the web, uh, on the portal. And then in two, 2017, uh, the city came out with this eVital program, which failed. And uh, they had to shut it down and switch back to Evers. And people, um, there was a gap in services from getting obtaining death certificates from the Department of Health. And people couldn't be buried in a timely, in a timely manner. And um, just about a year ago, uh, the city came back out and said, okay, we're going to roll back on this e program. And uh, Yanki May J- called me up hysterical. He said, listen, this is the same program that failed back right. in 2017.
0: Why would this be different? Exactly.
9: So um, I reached out to the Department of Health and said you, know, said, you know, we need to sit down and speak about this before. So first they gave uh, some pushback. And uh, after um, we gave uh, pushback and we put together um, not only people from the Jewish community and from the Jewish burial services, but we also took the people from the Muslim community because they have the same, um, they have a tradition that their deceased needs to be buried also in a timely timely manner. So we put everyone together and I called back the mayor's office and I said, listen, we have the Jewish and Muslim community here. We have the same issue with this. We need to have a meeting. So just a few days later, uh, we're sitting at a table in City Hall uh, with uh, Jewish um, providers, um, burial providers, and Muslim Mm -hmm. burial providers throughout the city, not just one borough, throughout all five boroughs. And we gave them our concerns. Uh, For example, on on the new program, eVital, they have facial recognition. So what happens during the three weeks? Uh, What happens if a doctor grows a beard? And will that facial recognition recognize the doctor's face. So if someone uh, is deceased and their family needs to get a death certificate, uh, and that doctor can't get it, so now we are delaying a burial. And secondly, um, on the Everest system that they had, we had uh, 12,000 doctors that were registered on it. And this new system, they only had several thousand doctors. So how can you roll out a new program if other doctors are not registered, and then A family of deceased reaches out to the doctor and the doctor is going to say, oh, I'm not registered on this. You have to wait. So this can also delay. So there were a number of issues. These are just two examples of it. So after we had a successful meeting, I requested that let's have a follow-up on the feedback uh, on on what you're hearing from today uh, at the meeting. And let's make sure before you roll it out that everything is successful. So we did have a follow-up meeting. Uh, It was like three months later and we all sat around the table, and all the burial providers uh, were happy, were satisfied. That program rolled out, and they had, the Department of Health had additional manpower in case there was an issue uh, with the new system that we were able to get a written death certificate. Uh, in a timely manner. So everything worked out, Baruch Hashem. And this is through the advocacy of Masaskam They were in the forefront. And people don't realize what happens, what goes on behind the scenes. And this is
0: one, excuse the term, small issue. Yes. I know it's not a small yeah. issue when it comes this, to this burial, is, but still, this is, this is one yeah. tiny little piece of so many different things that are going on uh, in government and in the community when it comes to this issue. The medical examiner, etc. cetera. Chaim Deutsch, Councilman Chaim Deutsch is here. Um it must be interesting to fight those battles with members of other communities. And by the way, kudos to you and to Misaskin for reaching out to other New Yorkers, you know, people of varied backgrounds, people who probably would not you know, have anything to do with each other, but they have this common interest, and they say, you know what? Instead of fighting this battle alone, let's fight it together.
9: Let's fight it together. And just a few weeks ago, um, we had a 10-year-old uh, child that was struck and killed on Avenue, Ellen Ocean Avenue, and uh, that was a Spanish family. And I decided that after the child was killed, I wanted to see what the family is going through, and I went to the apartment building where they lived, and I wasn't sure who's on the other side of the door. Right. So I knocked on the door that same evening, and I hear crying. Uh, you know, and I knocked on the door, and they they let me, and in. I introduced myself, and after speaking to them for about 20 minutes, I asked them, okay, so what's next? They said we have no idea. We have no idea when about the burial. We never did a f- uh, a funeral before. Um, we don't even know how to contact the medical examiner, like when are they going to release our child. Right. And so first, first call, Yankee Maya, uh, to connect us to the medical examiner. And this is a Spanish Catholic family. And then they needed a social worker, and I reached out to David Mandel oh hell, David came down that same evening at 11 o'clock <sighs> at night and spoke to him. So this is how... Um, the Jewish uh, and the entire funeral we set up from that night. Um, I had a constituent who has a funeral home. We set everything up, so there was no worries in their part. And this is um, also like in the Jewish community when someone is deceased and they're at their lowest point when they when they don't know who to turn to, right? It's one call. It's Misaskim, and you 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 go to the funeral. You come home. Everything is set up. You need an air conditioner. You it's have an air conditioner there. cooler. Everything is there. And this family, you're sitting there, um, when you look at Ms. Saskam, a Jewish organization, and for this family, they were surrounded by Jews, Spanish Catholic family surrounded by Jews. Right. And this is not only the work that Ms. Saskum does, not only for the Jewish community, they go beyond that. So me and Yankee have a mutual agreement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our agreement is, is that when I call him at <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning, he must answer his phone, and when he calls me at 3 o'clock in the morning, I must answer his call. And uh Ascombe, the work they do is never-ending. It's 24 hours a day. It's seven days a week. And, um, you know, we are fortunate to have an organization sh- such as Ms. Askham. And kudos to Yankee Maya. And people should recognize, um, you know, the work Ms. Askham does, not only when they need them in time of mourning, but throughout the year when they need financial support. And they're an extremely um, amazing
0: um, organization. But before fortune. I turn to Yankee as a complete aside, uh, and Chaim Deitch, that you brought this to our attention, I'm so happy you brought it to our attention. Uh, if you want to be a respected segment of the New York community, then act like a respected segment of the New York community. And with the leadership that you just discussed, that you and Yankee were privileged to have in this case, and I'm sure many other cases, does in fact confirm for other people living in New York, the Jewish community is ready to be a respected segment of our greater community. And I think that there's no better worldly message than that. Now back to what you told us that happened at City Hall. Yankee. your comment about what Councilman Deutsch and those who were in those meetings uh, did for people who are in difficult situations.
4: Uh, I think uh, Councilman Deutsch underestimated himself by what he stated had, had to happen with getting this new system rolled out. You know, that they, you just had to get the facial recognition, that right. there were problems with the facial recognition because of the sphere over the three weeks. And the number of uh, doctors registered. The number of doctors that were registered. Uh, they, 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 What happened because of that system, when we got involved originally, they were going to launch the system on Sukkot right on Yantiv, right. when the Jewish funeral homes can't do anything. Right. What do you do to push it off? There was Councilman Deutsch in the battlefront. Uh, the problem wasn't a Jewish problem. The problem was for the funeral home industry, period. Uh, at the meetings that we had, like the councilman said, we had the Muslim community there, we had the peoples representing the Metropolitan Funeral Homes Association that represents most of the funeral homes here in the five boroughs. There was heavy representation here in the room, but you know, we took the battle into the forefront to bring this problem to light. And when the councilman says there was extra personnel on The fear that they had in that office when they (laughs) launched that system, thanks to... (laughs) They wanted to make sure they had extra supervisors. You you can't imagine it. There was a three-day run that they had literally around the clock, extra people, supervisors. There were days that the commissioner herself was there in the office to oversee it all. They were ready that should the system go down because the first time when the system went down, there were delays... Up to three days of burials because you couldn't get a permit. They well couldn't. Wow. They couldn't go back to the old system, and they didn't have another system in place. They had to have two systems in place, just in case something went wrong. And you know, it was like Y2K when right. we lived through Y2K. Everybody right. checked everything a million right. times over to work. This was thanks to Councilman Deutsch for all his work that we did. And 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 that's only one one thing that he mentioned. There was another part where we had. There's a law here in New York, there was a law here in, in New York that if a body goes unclaimed for 48 hours, they could, a funeral ho- if a funeral home school, a funeral school, a funeral director school cl- uh, wants it, they have to give it to the family, to the school for dissection. Now, that means if somebody's on a cruise and they couldn't get a hold of a family member after 48 hours, technically by law, they had to give that body. Now, that could be only one thing, but what happens when you have somebody who there's nobody to claim the body? So that means if you have a Jewish person, a Muslim person, somebody laying in the morgue, who says he wants to get dissected? He doesn't want his body to go to science. And that was another legal battle that we undertook to get that law changed. And thanks to the city council, thanks to the New York State Assembly. When was this done? How recently? Uh, three, year, three years three ago. Years ago? Yeah. And, and and it was it, it was a lot of pushing. The funeral homes. The st- average person would have no
0: clue that this the goes The funeral
4: on. homes fought a tooth and nail because for them it meant they would have sure. to work much harder to get bodies. Of but course. at the end of the day, that means the Jewish homeless person laying in a morgue. Now, thanks to the councilman and his colleagues and thanks to the New York State Assembly, the law was passed. It was a two-year battle till it got done. But people are coming to Kivrii Stroll without having these problems.
0: Well, Councilman Deitch, we we only have time this morning for one campaign. That's either to praise the city council (laughs) or praise Ms. Oskim. And I think you and I agree that we're going to spend the time praising Ms. Oskim, right? That's (laughs) right. Please, please join me, especially for the international audience that's watching right now on Facebook Live. Join me in encouraging everybody to text, to go to the website, to just simply become a donor this morning for the Ms. Oskim campaign. So
9: uh, if you're not up yet, make sure that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, this is this is really extremely important, and, and we're fortunate to have so many organizations in the Jewish community that so many things, um, and you know, Masaskam is is a, a leader there not only when it comes to burial services, and if you take a look yesterday, I got home and I found the Masaskam book in my mail. And they tackle issues not only that happen, that, that occur here in New York City, but upstate New York. Right. And they teach you all kinds of safety, you know, like when you're driving, you know, make sure you don't drive with a suspended license, right. what, what could happen to you. They, they're in the forefront. Yankee Maya is in the forefront of many issues that affect New Yorkers and affect, th- in particular, the Jewish community here. And it's extremely important that they succeed because if Misaskam succeeds, we succeed. And so um, I want to just tell all the listeners. Go out, um, um, open your wallets, and uh, make sure you you know you contribute to Masaskim five sure. hundred one C three, right? Yes, and um, you know this is extremely important. So.
0: Councilman Deitch it has the same answer to the question that I had: What would you do now? The answer is you'd call masaskam Simple as that. First yes. call you'd make is to First call you'd make is to the Masaskim organization. In a million different situations, the answer is: What would you do now? The answer is. Call Miss Oskin. With that in mind, use the unique website set up for this campaign, www.ydnow.org. What would you do now?org. www.ydnow.org. Text the word donate to 917 997 5600. And by the way, if you're watching this Facebook Live video next week, meaning on Song you could do that as well. Text 917 uh, 997-5600. Whenever this, you're watching this, you should be supporting Ms. Oskim. Text the word donate to nine one seven nine nine seven fifty six hundred. 997 5600 Use www.ydnow.org or Missoskim.org. Uh, City Councilman Chaim Deitch, I think this opportunity to wish you a happy, healthy, you sweet too. new Have year. A good
9: good bench to you and to all the listeners. A as good well. Good
0: and thank you for all you're doing on the front lines for Ms. Oskim and uh, so many other Jewish causes. And I
9: thank you for everything you do for bringing uh, all these issues out to our, to, 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 to our listeners. And uh, it's extremely important. And without your service, uh, we can't get this message out.
0: Appreciate that. Thank you so, so much. Thank you very much. Thank, thank good you good very benchtia. much. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Siegel Network. Thanks everybody who's been tuning in and watching. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. Oh,
10: yeah, yeah, no.
0: Sahar, here at uh, JM in the AM. It's uh, Miss Askim Day here at JM in the AM, and we'll be back to the campaign in just a moment. I do want to remind everybody that our friends at Arts Girl have done something special for Nahum Segal <laughs> listeners. Those of you who have uh, those of you who have um, seen her by Gerstein's brand new book, it was great, speaking to him last Thursday when we were in the Five Towns. Uh, The Mystery and the Majesty, Uh, a 15% discount and free shipping on his book and on Daniela Silver's brand-new cookbook. If you use the promo code RADIO, go to artscroll.com. Use the promo code RADIO, 15% off Rabbi Gerstein's book, the brand-new one for Rosh Hashanah, and 15% off Daniela Silver's brand-new cookbook. Uh, Again, use the promo code RADIO at artscroll.com. If you're traveling to Israel, make sure you have the best and most reliable SIM cards, phones, and MiFi cards. Visit groupsim.com. GroupSIM.com and order everything you need from one convenient and reliable website. Use promo code Nahum at checkout and save 15% off your order. SIM cards, phones, and MiFi cards for Israel at GroupSIM.com. I love the fact that I'm looking at the big screen in front of me and that number just keeps going up in total donations. Every time it clicks, it seems another one is added. So a big thank you to all of our listeners who are coming through. Um, we're at 3,217 donors, a total of $325,000, and uh, we need a lot more for Mazaskam to continue its great work all year round. Go to Mazaskam.org. Go to um, www.ydnow.org. What would you do WhatWouldYouDoNow.org, WWIDnow.org. And also th- click the word Donate. To 917-997-5600. Don- I did this before. works really well. Donate. The word donate to 917-997-5600. Full day scheduled for us at the Nahum Segal Network. Charlie Harari coming up at 9 o'clock with Unlocking Greatness. his is pre-Rosh Hashanah show. Spin class with Michael Fragan at 9.30. Jew in the City speaks. Allison Joseph's at 10 o'clock. And Miriam Alwalek speaks with Schiffer Klein from Flashix Magazine. During That's Life at 10.30 this morning. At 11 o'clock, we'll be doing the live lunch from our studio in Manhattan. And the day concludes with the Arab of Shabbat show hosted by Mark Zomik and brought to you by our friends at Kedem coming up at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight and repeated at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern time all here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, remember, we want to see that number continue to go up. Please give what you can. Make sure that you uh, help us out. By going to um, missaskim.org, by going to wwydnow.org. What would you do now? Wwydnow.org. Wwydnow.org. And by texting donate to nine one seven nine nine seven fifty six hundred. It's his Misashim day throughout the Jewish world. Today is the day. Every day should be a day that Misaskim is supported, but today is the day that we have designated uh, the third day of the Misaskim campaign to encourage our listeners and really encourage as many people around the world throughout the entire day. There'll be people listening to this archive all day long. there'll be people on social media and WhatsApp groups all day long. Encourage all your friends to be part of this, because at midnight tonight it's over. We want to make sure to get to the goal. We're already up to 3,222 donors, which is amazing. We love seeing that number go up as this show goes on. Uh, Give and give generously. Text DONATE to 917-997-5600. 917-997-5600. Or go to MsHoscom.org. Or go to their unique campaign slogan.org, which is WhatWouldYouDoNow.org. W-W-Y-D-N-O-W.org. Rabbi Shia Gutman is here. He's the owner of Camp Machane of Richmond, Virginia. First of all, welcome to Brooklyn, New York. Thank you. And good a good yard to you. <laughs> and thank you for joining us here at JM in the AM. Why was Camp Machane of Richmond, Virginia in the news this summer? Okay, so the why, I also had that same question,
11: but we pulled through. <laughs> but the reason why we were in the news was we had an overturned vehicle, 15-seater. We're out on a trip. We were actually in North Carolina at the time. We right. weren't in Virginia. The camp is located in Virginia, in right. Richmond. We're based out of there. We do a lot of trips, and it's a very, very unique, nice program from SIFTA boys. So we're out on a lake called Lake Gaston. We're boating all day, jet skiing, speed boating. The boys are having a good time. On the way back, um, we're in henrico north carolina no service no nothing i have no idea where we are but you know the, the vans pull out i have all no responsible good drivers older boys and i was with my car a few vans behind the campers and i was actually on the phone with my wife at the time on the bluetooth and i'm talking with her and i I, I look to the left, I see an overturned van, and it's it looks, it you know, it didn't look like a minivan, it didn't even look like a, a 15-seater transit, and I, I, I look, I'm sitting with Rabbi Gestetner, the rabbi from our camp, and I look at him, like, is that our van? And he's like, oh, I don't know, I, I just like stopped Miller, I look, I, it was like over a, a ditch, or ridge, and I, I see that's that's our van. So I put it in park. And I, I just run down, and now I see a completely rolled over—like it's the other side of the road. Road—it's rolled over, and fourteen boys just completely stuffed, window smashed. It was—you know—I was, you know, I was, quite, I was a, quite a scene. It was—it was—it t- was—it was a scene of where. What do I do? Who do I? You right. know, what's what the slogan? Do what do now? I do right. now? That's <laughs> what it was, and it's going—it's racing through my mind, and I. I
0: and you're in North
1: Carolina. I'm in North
11: Carolina. I'm, Richard, I'm 10 and a half hours away from society. No service normally. And I, 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 so first, obviously, everyone, we start yelling and we start pulling boys out. And then I tell someone, call 911, and I'm trying to just get people off and out. We're cracking windows to pull people out. It was a disaster. And so finally, we start loading them up. And Baruch Hashem actually took very quick for... 911 to come, which was really like, I mean, within 10 minutes, mm-hmm. like under nine minutes, there was a full, full, there was a bunch of ambulances lined up. We lined the boys up, we were able to see who needs medical attention right away. But I have no idea what's going on. This sheriff, who do I call? I need, We. Need, I, I, I was completely lost. It's all myself. And right away, someone tells me, it doesn't take a, f- a f- within minutes, I don't know how, I, I really, I don't even remember because my mind was all, Hello, this is Yankee Meyer on the phone, and like you know, it was it was just the feeling of whoa, Yankee, like he's here, you know. He's here You're to not help. Not alone. <laughs> uh, like whoa, that was quick. I, I'm like, who who do I watch her? Sure, I think he's like, funny, you know, just a, of a, a professional. Like, he's like, so who's the who's the sergeant? I said, let's get him. I have no, I said, I have no idea. He's like, just stop. Look at a police car okay, what do you see? I'm like, yeah, I see Northampton County. I hear him clicking. Uh, <laughs> Northampton, got it. I know exactly where you are. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Everything will be you giving okay. away all of Yaki's secrets yeah. here. <laughs> no. And he's like, amazing. I just, yeah, okay. And the whole time, and like. Are the boys okay? Every, Bar Hashem, the one, the last boy that was in the hospital just got back. He was Why transferred not? into Brooklyn. This week. Yes, just, yes, two days ago. So, Bar Hashem. So, it. This story is an happy ending, but there's this. So the point is that, I mean, the whole night, Yankee was, was on the phone with me, literally like a command center. He was just on the phone until 7, 8 in the morning. I mean, the entire night, from 7 to 7 for 12 hours straight. You know, everybody's constantly saying, you know... um Yankee, Yankee, I just heard before with Councilman Deutsche, we have an agreement. He picks up at right. three of them. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't pick up from anyone. He was just on the phone with me literally the entire time. Um, so it's funny. Actually, what struck me the most was when, uh, you know, so finally he's coaching me just basic, how to, k- k- just what to do. He's telling take a pen and paper. How did, I had no idea. I've dealt with lost buns. You know, missing hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, I never <laughs> dealt with something like this, you know. um, So so at one point, you know, an hour in, we're getting things into the hospital. People are being sent to hospitals in Virginia. People are being sent. And I had like a full, full command center from here. Just, just I, I didn't even have to like even dealing with the doctors. He's like, you know, they're telling me this boy needs to go here. We have to transfer this guy so just I, I the terms of doctor terms, what they were saying, I, I had no idea, you know, I'm like so Yankee's just like okay, just put the put give me the phone <laughs> with the nurse well, I'll, yeah, handle, I'll it. handle it. it. So don't worry about it. And so at one point then i like so one boy needed to really get transferred to 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 a different hospital to do emergency, he was really, really critical and like so I like what am I gonna do with the parents? Uh he's like what shy shy parents? No. I'm sitting with them, I'm here. I'm like, whoa! He's like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm in the house with them already. A few few minutes later, I'm like, wait, but I think they should be coming. Don't worry, private plane, private jet. They'll be there in the morning. They were there six two two hours later, six o'clock in the morning. I was like, I I, I was like, oh. so you know, I felt like unbelievable. unbelievable, unbelievable. Really, I'm in a camp in North Carolina. Yeah. We got well, that. In the middle it, of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. What would you do
0: now? What and would the you do now? Is, but
11: guess what? I, I, you knew I what
0: really, to do. I didn't. You're in
11: such crisis that he reached out to me. He knew what to do. He, he knew what to do. But. Rabbi
0: Gutman is, a, uh, is a, uh, an eyewitness to yeah, the amazing work of Ms. Askim and he and I encourage everybody to respond the way uh, we're asking you to respond. What would you do right? WWYD now. org. Or you can text the word donate to 917 997 5600. Goodman, thank you so much thank for joining us. To and to a good yard to, to you. To We're going to have a Facebook Live, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. This conversation, I hope, will go viral because this will be our last plea of the morning to everybody around the world to support the work of Ms. Oskim. You've heard this now for the last three hours. You've heard plenty of testimonials, plenty of people, plenty of volunteers. Thousands have already donated, thousands more today who I predict will donate uh, as this campaign goes until midnight. But this is gonna be the final plea for us, for everybody out there um, to appreciate Ms. Oskim and show your appreciation. Yes, there have been many episodes Rabbi Gutman just told us an episode. The Siegel family can give you two really good, juicy stories about uh, how Miss Askim stepped in to help their family. And I bet you there are plenty of families listening right now who could do the same thing. But the thousands of orphans, the widows and widowers, who need special attention, need to be taken care of. Those who've had Miss Askim at their side from the moment the tragedy happened, they are being taken care of year-round by Miss Askim emergency response, community events that have thousands of people, sometimes at the drop of a hat, God forbid there's a funeral, and it's not just Brooklyn. You heard about Staten Island earlier. There are places that, that Ms. Oskum will go to to make sure the crowd control is the way it needs to be and that people are provided for, sometimes in very hot or very cold weather. You know, one story I didn't tell, and I'll wrap up my segment with this and then turn to Yankee Meyer. Yankee said to me, It was the first week in February 2011, and Yankee said, Nahum, you cannot do what they normally do at Kennedy Airport for your brother's send off when your brother was being sent to Jerusalem to be buried. You can't do it. It's two degrees outside. I'm not exaggerating, by the way. It was two degrees outside. It's two degrees outside. Plus, my mother was around at that time, and we're going to bring a a woman in a wheelchair to sit outside of of, what do they call cargo, right? It's outside of cargo to do this. It's impossible. So what what did they do, the Mossoscombe Organization? Yankee spoke to Port Authority. I hope I have the story correctly. And the abandoned Hilton Hotel that all of you pass a million times on your way to Kennedy Airport, a million times you pass it. I know now because every time I pass it, I think of my brother. <laughs> all of us pass it. They took the abandoned hotel and arranged with Port Authority to have the send-off, the funeral, the funeral in the United States in that abandoned hotel. There were 200 people who instead of freezing – and, and getting sick who are able to at least be in an abandoned hotel lobby and have an appropriate service. So I thank you for that, Yankee. Help me plead to everybody watching and listening to give to Ms. Askim and keep you going.
4: Thank you, Nocham. I really want to thank you for coming out here today. And, and in closing, I would like to say the following. When a tragedy strikes, it's the person's 9-11. A family's turned upside down. There's the tragedy that takes place, somebody passes away, and then there's dealing with the family. The volunteers of Musascom are the ones who are facing it every day when somebody's life is going to be turned upside down forever. The screeches and the screams that we hear on a daily basis, the human ear does not hear. Once a tragedy strikes and a, a mother's crying for a child, the child's crying for a parent, they're crying. But when they get that news... That's when the screeches happen. That's when somebody's world is turned upside down. And Mesaskim is there at that point, day in and day out. And without the public's help, I cannot do it. It's impossible. We're running now close to a $3 million a year budget. And that's a lot of money. And we have almost zero government funding. It's all from the community. It's all the partnership from Achenu Bnei Yisrael that we need to help to continue this. We want to reach out and give a special thanks to all the volunteers. They should be the ones sitting here in the chair today, not me. And even more than that, the wives of the volunteers who put up with this countless hours. We go out. You're not out for an hour. You're out for six, seven, eight, nine hours in a row. Or all night. And they don't complain about it. Shabbos, Yontif, they're the true heroes over here that deserve the thank you. And to show the appreciation to them, why not take a minute and donate we beg you, help us out. It's a chance for us to lift our head a little bit, and I cannot do it without the public's help.
0: Those of you watching Facebook.com slash Siegel Network, guess what? I've made it even easier for you. I have a sign with the website right here, right here on this screen. You can take a screenshot of it with your phone and make sure when you get to your office to donate generously. Wwydnow.org. The question is what would you do now.org what would you do now.org the answer is call miss Askin. the website dedicated to this is WWYDNow.org. WWYDNow.org. please give please be as generous as possible remember you have your cell phone with you all you got to do is text the word donate to 917-997-5600 917-997-5600 and one final plea for the widows, widowers, and orphans. It's Yontif Sunday night. It's Rosh Hashanah. If there's one thing our tradition has taught us, from the Neveim, from the Torah to the Nevi'im and all the way until today, is that the unique group that we must make sure to take care of are the widows and orphans in our community. Ms. Ascom, as we've described for the last three hours, with all the things they do, make sure to concentrate on that unique group in our community. Please, it's before Rosh Hashanah. Support their efforts and increase the chesed. Go to www.ydnow.org, missoskim.org, and text your word donate to 917. 917- Nine nine seven fifty six hundred. 5600 Yanki Meyer, aksiva chasima tova. Get good, and I hope... You have a quiet year for Klai So
4: simcha year for everybody. Yeah, you should get... Uh, we'll bring sh- the chairs for Sheva no problem.
0: Amen to that. <laughs> and there should be nights where you actually get some sleep and not have to deal with all these emergencies. That would be a good brucha to come true. Acheinu B'Yisrael and Achimachem. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and on the Nahum Single Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. I'm looking at a figure now of 326,000 plus. And to me, the better figure and more important figure, as crazy as that sounds, is that the total number of donations goes up every second here. We're up to 3,236. Let's get it to 4, 5, 6, 10,000 donors. And then that goal is going to be met by midnight tonight of $1.5 million. A special thank you. Uh, to those who have sponsored our month on the road and help uh, sponsors today's show as well, frankly, and that's our friends at Azermitziom, uh, who have sponsored our month on the road, and that wraps up today in Brooklyn, New York, with a special Miss broadcast. Keep those numbers going up. Go to the website, www.widnow.org and and donate by clicking Donate to 917-997-5600. And let's have a peaceful, happy, healthy, and sweet new year, all of us together. Until tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.